host, Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey. Yeah, it's really I have to figure the Wi-Fi situation. Like, I must figure this out. Like, my lesson had to end early today because I look like a Sims to him. Praying, praying for that on Monday. Okay. <laughs> Monday lesson, really, sis? You okay? I feel like. Yeah, that's just off the weekend. The weekends when you got the most time to practice. I mean, I guess like I guess I realize like the the more serious you get about the instrument, like the less the day matters. I remember I used to fiend for a Friday lesson. That means I can hang out all weekend and somewhere around Tuesday, Wednesday, I whip that junk out, try to hope for the best. <laughs> I miss those days. I miss those days. What a time. And then wondering why I wasn't getting better. <laughs> I should just be no, I should say that. I shouldn't say that. I was gonna be like, can we just forego lessons this week? You still get paid. Not not, not this week, this semester. <laughs> What's so oh I mean I guess we're gonna but, talk about that yeah. later on, but like what they do on the recital. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that later on. Oh, okay, because I it sounds um, like it's gonna be real ghetto. That's what it sounds like from your response. Which I mean when I tell you I do not care. <laughs> I imagine this whole this whole semester is just a throwaway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a throwaway. It's what it is. Like I remember, I was DMing Joey because they were putting on on their story like the guidelines for the school. When I saw that um, bassoon cover, I said they have the, got the, to let it go. Let it go. The the um the woodwind PPE when it was the, literally the entire instrument. They had a thing that covered the entire bassoon and just no. the vocal was out. I was like, give it up. Is it give my it ignorance? Up. Like, do that much spit be coming out of the um the little bell part? I don't know, but I was just like, I just feel like we just need that. Um, now they have a. Oh, I guess we're talking about this later. We're talking about this later. Okay. Um, news this week because I don't want to get too much into what we're talking about later. So, um, yeah. Uh, news this week: the Joseph Conyers and them Symphony Orchestra, which you guys might know by its previous name of the Philadelphia Orchestra, but yeah, I don't know why they know. called it that. Out with the old and in with the new. Um, they've just announced their uh, reimagined version of their season, which is going to consist of performances filmed without an audience that will then be available on a weekly basis on their digital stage platform. So they have a theme for this season. Um, the theme is Our World Now, and it features several diverse contemporary composers, in addition to some standard repertoire, but um, yeah like there's a i think the whole like our world now thing is kind of uh playing on how many contemporary composers that they have some of them like gabriella uh lena frank valerie coleman uh vivian fung jesse montgomery period um they also have some black composers i mean in addition to valerie coleman and, and jesse montgomery who are black composers if you don't know them check them out um but they're also gonna be playing some florence price and george walker um, and 
you know, some white people too. Y'all got your juice. Um, right. Um, audiences can stream their free concerts, um, can stream free concerts performed by the small ensembles um, at some venues and black owned businesses in the Philadelphia region. I was like, listen, period. It's how you do it. Like, just because you can't you may not be able to like do live music the way you you know would want to but there's still ways to like partner with black owned businesses just because you're not catering you know a meeting no more don't mean that you can't support in one way or another um they also have a monthly uh series called here together which is going to focus on social justice creative equity and inclusion um and it's going to feature uh industry leaders and guest artists okay featuring classically black it's not but it should (laughs) um (laughs) um yeah so you guys can get a sneak peek of all this um programming on september 8th they're going to be releasing a recording of their very first performance together since march 12th that they recorded earlier this month um yeah so that's september 8th i just want to uh thank joseph Kanye for putting all this together um even if they'll be lost without him like even if he had nothing to do with this he actually had everything to do with it because I mean, at the very end of the day the orchestra is named after him right and it just being in his presence i it, i mean i've been in his presence it's just a very inspiring thing so like whoever quote unquote did this really did this because of him and i hope yeah. and i believe that in my being and so therefore he did it and so i just want to thank him for that so i mean what probably happened is that he was like hey guys you should do this thing and they were like yeah, whatever you say. And he was like, right. So do it. And they did it. Right. So. So you know how like when God created water, that's what it was like. It just happened. And so it was. Period. And so it was. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna um, talk to us no more. <laughs> And on the third day, Joseph Kanye's invented rosin. Oh, that's where it came from. He said, and let there be rosin. <laughs> and <it> so it was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> Dang, All right, so in a, open it. How do you figure it out? He really busted open a tree and was like. This sticky stuff will make some rosin. Not rah rah like he was sounding it out. <laughs> Let the record show. I tried to move on. <laughs> okay, but you barely be trying to move on, so it's mm-hmm. even. No, I said I tried just that one time, not in general. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so the University of Maryland's uh, National Orchestral Institute and Festival, which y'all might know is NOI, um, they've announced an expansion of their K-12 through new music project um, that was started in spring 2020. So this is initiative. This is an initiative that aims to create um, more orchestral repertoire um, in the K-12 through level um, by Black, Indigenous, and people of color, BIPOC, uh, composers so um the expansion of the partnership is in partnership with the prince george's county public schools um the dc youth orchestras program and the hawaii youth symphony um and it's also 
supported in part by a $30,000 uh, Futures Fund grant from the League of American Orchestras. So the K-12 New Music Project is going to allow for eight commissions by BIPOC composers who will be um, selected by NOI and all the launch partners that I just named. Um, and yeah, so they're going to be um, teaching the babies. Well, I guess BIPOC. Well, I was supposed to say black, black music, but black music and um, by the composers, which I think is really... Um, it's really cool that they're kind of like supplementing things along the way too because we're like oh you know new york phil program x y and z but i feel like so many people especially now like that they're like oh y'all all of a sudden doing this and it's just like well we should we really should have been doing this the whole time so well yeah that's it <laughs> why do people listen to the show like like give me one I want someone to give me one good reason why people listen to the show. And I'll be like, Okay. We funny. We'd be funny. Okay. Your what turn. part of the show is it? Oh yeah. Intermission. So not okay. <laughs> oh, my braids are finally my I mean, my little twisties are finally loosening up so I can lay down tonight. Okay. That's why when you asked me about my uh my hair, I was like, "Don't ask me, girl." Like the you got a lot of why it. I have, huh? So you got a lot of it. I'd be looking like, "What's that doll from Wargrats?" I don't know, but um, yeah, you do, Cynthia. It's Cynthia, ain't anyway, it? Anyway, but um, her name is Cynthia. I have no idea. I've never seen that show. That's I don't know what me. that is. Cynthia. I have no recollection. Of All right, well, I, I will look it up and send it to you. But anyway, um, the only reason Delaney's actually looking it up. The only reason why I have edges is because I guess it's a will of God for my life. Because there's no other reason. Because I want to. No, I dang sure don't. I feel you have more edges than I do. Okay, Katie. <laughs> like, my, like my like it's a little shiny at the front. Like after I saw a picture of me like high resolution, like like a with a professional camera, I was like. Yo, you can see my hairline is like, <gasps> but also like, that's my fault. So, except whatever, I don't really care to be honest. I mean, listen. At the end of the day, I'm gonna slick these edges up. So, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> like that puff is my signature. Yeah, I've never seen that before. I have no idea what that is. So, you know, we should make this the cover art for this episode, Cynthia. What really made me mad about that doll is the three little strands. <laughs> <laughs> that always angered me so much. I am Cynthia. Cynthia is me. Girl, no. My hair would grow if I listened to Jasmine. But that also requires she wants you to look like silly. Like, put six braids in and, and leave it. I can't do that. Like, I got to teach. I got to... We got class. What you gonna, we gonna get to? It's like what you gonna yeah, see? Do that. Parts. My hair be so stiff though, cause it's so like my hair is wooly. I feel like once you learn, like people will be like, "Don't learn your hair type." Like this one girl I watch who's from Memphis. I think I talked about her. At this point, I said I was unsubscribed because even though I like her content, I just get annoyed, and I feel like that's not fair. 
to me or her. But she'd be like, I don't, I don't want like y'all focus too much on hair type. I'm like, hair type is important because it is very much. Like, I don't like labels. I'm like, four A is not a label. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it helps you understand your hair. I don't like labels. <laughs> like, what? High porosity, low porosity. Yeah, oh, see that I don't know. That's really annoying. But um, yeah, I I don't know either about the high porosity, low porosity. But I really don't care. I care about my hair, and that I want to have it, and I want it to look <laughs> nice. <laughs> but like the way the way I made these twists so tight, I couldn't like. I did my hair the night before I left, so. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep well. Then that drive was a lot because I didn't sleep well because I couldn't lay down. See, I, I haven't like, had braids that tight that tight in years. The last time I had braids that tight when the Africans did it, you know, the Africans would braid your thoughts. But the thing is, I wasn't even trying to do them that tight. But I was just like, I really, I like it's. It goes back to like, yo, know, my younger days where it's like I want to see the clean parts and. Snatch, you can't have clean parts without your hair being like yeah. your scalp being split open, yeah. <laughs> blistering. I just I just like the sleek look, and it's not it's just not anyway. Intermission. It's not about hair. What do you do for your hair at a concert, Dwayne? Want to talk about that? Nope. <laughs> yeah, girl. Whatever. You, this Beethoven gonna get whatever you, <laughs> whatever I got. One day I want to start caring about concerts more, like beating my face and stuff, because like they felt like such like, I it was for a grade. That's for so much of my life that it's like I'm really not gonna beat my face for this. But one day that will change. Anyway, the intermission this week is okay. So on Twitter, where humanity goes to die, there is a there's a couple of little cute stuff going around, like. One thing about me, X, Y, Z, or it's the butterda for me. Like those little things are going around. Um, like one day I was like, one thing about me, I'm gonna do it last minute. Um, but oh shit. Okay. So today there, there's a thing going around. It's like you can't hurt my feelings. Like I saw one. Of course, it was like you can't hurt my feelings. I'm Jamaican. You know. So it's like someone saying something that they go through that is traumatic and therefore you can't hurt my feelings because I've been through this thing. So Mm -hmm. my question to Delaney is I gave her the prompt. You can't hurt my feelings because I blank, 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 dot, 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 rather. And she's going, she filled it. We did three of these junts. Shout out to Memphis. I'm in Memphis. I can say that three of these junts. Um, and we're going to, we're going to go down the list. Okay. So what's your first one? You can't hurt my feelings. I, um, okay, so I have one of mine is depressing. So should I do that one first? <laughs> is it depressing funny or like depressing depressing? I mean it's not like depressing like there's a dark cloud over the rest of the episode, but it's like not a it's not really funny. Yeah, let's go ahead and get that one out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause okay, it was you can't hurt my feelings, I'm black in America. Because yeah, so that was one of mine, so let's talk about it. Um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Because, because no, I was thinking about the intersection of that and classical music last night. I went on Twitter rant about it because um, 
I was just like, wow, like, y'all really expect us to do this whole conservatory thing to the T while, like, black people are, like, just watching other black people get murdered on Instagram, you know? Like, I understand that, like, it's a pandemic right now, so everybody's going through the pandemic. Everybody's going through the pandemic, and everybody is feeling the racial tension to some degree, but black people are obviously like very emotionally invested Mm -hmm. in that because it is happening to us you know like and i'm just like and then you put on top of that like we're in classical music where like a lot of the quote-unquote activism is very performative if they even choose to put on the performance at all like you know double down on the racism like like and and it's, and it's so and because of all of all of these conversations are happening, a lot of the racist and classical music have been coming more and more to light. You know, like mm-hmm. that that Instagram that popped up. I mean, it's gone now, but that white knights of classical music and saying when an N word don't get a doesn't get a oh my um, God. You audition. That? Yeah, and it was like a minstrel eating watermelon saying that's racist. Like it was terrible stuff. They, they reposted a thing from an account. That, called black lives don't matter like th- like this is the stuff g- going on in classical music and there's people saying that that other person um that was somebody they i think they were like the principal violist of the detroit symphony for a long time saying something about like how like blacks can't and don't play classical music and like all like i'm just like so that's why you can't hurt my feelings we just seen it all <laughs> yeah i mean mine was more a little bit more specific i just said like you can't hurt my feelings. I'm black in classical music. Like, you literally, <laughs> like, you literally have to just go along with the okie doke. It's like, um, it's like that murder in Kenosha. My mom was in Kenosha, actually. So that's been interesting. But, oof. Pardon? I said oof. Oh, yeah. So, that the murder in Kenosha, and I, no, he's not, he's not dead. Sorry, I misspoke. Mm-hmm. The shooting in Kenosha, um, like, happened, and then the next day, I had rep class. And it's like, good morning, how's everyone? Okay, so, like, you've been working on I'm like, literally nothing. <laughs> like, like, you really have to just, like, turn a blind eye to it. You really have to, like, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Like, what? Like, I know it's, like, and then it's, like, between classes, I might turn on, like, oh, let me see on, on, um... Instagram and then it's like some racist stuff and it's like okay now time to talk about pitch classes and it's just like (laughs) yeah what the heck and it's like I feel like there's not enough people in classical music doing something to rectify it because I was watching an interview what did she say I screenshot it I was watching a little interview with Angela Davis and she said something really profound because I just feel like like when I say like this country is like beyond repair, I kind of I kind of do mean that because I feel like everybody wants to like bandage stuff up, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, and I, <laughs> I was having a, a talk with my cousin Monica. My cousin Monica is taking um, AP US. What a scam, of course, because. <laughs> but she's in a she's in the generation where like. She hip to everything that's going on. She's like, Katie, and you know this, and did you know? I'm like, yeah, girl, when I said America's trash, I meant that. Like, welcome. It sucks. Everything <laughs> you've learned up to this point is a lie. Do not stand for their pledge. Do not do not celebrate their 4th of July. 
Like. Um, Angela Davis says, she said, are you simply going to ask those who have been previously marginalized, previously subjugated to come inside of the institution and participate in the same process that led precisely to their marginalization? And it's like, what are we even doing? Like, I have to stop myself from going down that rabbit hole of thought because it's like, what are we even doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, we got like, the remember... fellowship and then, and then what? I go take an audition and I don't get it? Well, I probably shouldn't say that for. You said what? No, nah, okay. I'm gonna talk around it because also, what y'all really finna do? Um, no, I mean, but I there was a situation in which. Though. What? They actually listen to like people down here. They listen to this, so. <laughs> um, like I remember a person who um, and I actually don't even know who this person was. I just know um, like it was an anonymous thing, but they were in a position of um power at you know. I'm stop talking. Yeah, at my school, and um, and they were like all this stuff that y'all are doing, like all this talking about diversity and stuff. It's point. It's pointless. It's a waste of time. And I was just like, I mean, with people like this out there, then maybe it freaking is. Like, I just feel like yeah. it should not. Like that that meme that's like um, that's like educating white people and non-black POC. And then mm-hmm. the other side is enjoying being black and the car is like swerving over. Like, that's really where I'm at because it is so freaking exhausting. Yeah, but it's just exhausting as hell. Like, well, got that one out the way. Yep. That could be a whole episode in and of itself, but <clears throat> you know. Sure can. Next. Okay. Um, my next one is You Can't Hurt My Feelings. I've seen airline employees handle my instrument. Girl, one thing I don't miss is being on edge flying with that thing. And you, your thing is like four times the size of mine. So, you know, I just have to turn it over to them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why now, like, if I fly with my base, I drop it off where it needs to go and I don't look back. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> because I'm like, I don't even want to see how y'all are trying to carry this over there. And to me, I mean, I guess it's, it's just hard to put yourself in that position because to me, there's wheels on it on that side, so maybe the side with the wheels is the side that you put it on. Nope, much easier to drag it on its neck. <laughs> and I remember one time it came out. There's only been I think one time that they've one or once or twice that they've actually put it on the conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. And one time it was on it, the face of the instrument, mm-hmm. face down. I'm like, there are one, two, three. Four flat sides that you could put. You could stand it up. You could put it on either side. You could put it on its back. No, nope. you chose. It wanted to go like that. The side with the big old humpity hump mm-hmm. to put it like, and it's teetering on the edge. And like you were like, "Yup." Mm-hmm. Makes it this easier to ride got- like a horsey. <laughs> I was just like, "What the heck?" Yeah, y'all can't hurt my friends after that. And you and I can't tell you how many times. I've got my my base back, and not all the the levers are oh are clipped back. And also, I was gonna say, mm. you can't hurt my feelings. Um, they've lost my base at the airport, which is that it's it's only kind of true. My luckily, that was the one time I was flying with the empty case. But they, 
I got to my destination and the base was not there. And they were like, we don't know where it is. And I was like, how do you lose a six foot tall, 130 pound flight case? How do you lose that? When I tell you, you, that ever happened to me, when I tell you there will be no more airport, the the terrorism will be worth it to me. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I I just couldn't even imagine. Like, I was just like, wow. I mean, I I was just happy that it happened with um with when, when my base was not in the case mm-hmm. and also one thing about when i fly with my base i just like i'm not like su- like superstitious or like uh oh and the energy and the, like you know like not like that but i never ever 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 complain and i never get an attitude when i'm flying with my base because all i want is for that to get to my destination in one piece yeah you know like i don't want to go off on nobody i don't want to because you know, luckily I was flying an airline like my dad was able to call somebody that he knew to track it down. Mm-hmm. You know, like it wasn't like I called customer service and whatever. Like someone that he knew that worked at the airport, to, they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's right here." You know, like it just turned out like it was probably one person working and they didn't want to lift it by themselves, yeah. and they were like, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, my uncle used to because they for whatever reason like. Every time I go through Buffalo, they lose my, they, well, I mean, no more, but every time I went through Buffalo, they would lose my, um, my suitcase and my, my uncle would be like, them, them, bo- those boys working back there, they always, no one, so he would call like, because he like works in that department, he would call them and be like, where's my niece's stuff? And like, mm. oh, oh yeah, 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 it's going to be the next flight. I'm like, or it could have been on the flight that I was on. That's a concept. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like well, how did you think? I mean, I would have okay. to just go back there one day and someone has to show it to me because I just cannot fathom how every other suitcase is going on the same plane and you see <laughs> mine and you're like, oh no, this one stays. <laughs> I mean, even even though she packed it and, and you know, tagged it to this destination, does it really need to go to this destination? I'm thinking like, Guam. Nah, she doesn't need any panties for the week. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then... And then, like, one thing that, one of the reasons why the Rochester Airport was almost no longer standing is because they tried to tell me that they don't, they can't, they lost my stuff, but they can't deliver the bag to my door because when you fly standby. Standby, yeah, they don't do that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Does that make sense to anybody else? Does that make sense to you? I had to ask the lady, I was like, okay, I just want you to run this back to me. Y'all lost my suitcase, so I have to go and come back mm-hmm. to get the suitcase. It happened to me with the base. I had to go back and get it. All because I flew standby? That doesn't make sense. I think it's a thing. They do that for goodwill, for customer service, but they like you not paying, so treat you however. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Flying those days. Those days are long gone. They're not. They're literally not. Anyway. My grandma really had the nerve to be like, are you flying home for Thanksgiving? I'm like, flying from the South, that anything goes, to <laughs> to the North, that I have to quarantine for two weeks for a holiday that only lasts a couple days. No, Gloria. Anyway, you can't hurt my feelings because I take orchestra auditions. Like, <laughs> but I tell you... <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out which audition hurt my feelings the most. 
it either had to be the one that I flew to London for 30 hours and came back or the one where they didn't pick anybody. The one that I drew to drew. What am I even saying? Honestly, <laughs> maybe that's why I, I drove it. I drove it the, or the one that I drove to Newark to take the audition and they chose nobody. Like the London one was cool, but I mean, anybody tell me to go over there, but I just knew that I just knew that it would be way easy. I'm just going to sound ridiculous to everybody in the world except for Delaney, but I knew it would be easier to fly there and take the audition than it would be to make a tape. I'm a violist. Think remember I'm a violist. Oh. <laughs> I, find, I, I was I was no longer at Eastman. I had to find a pianist and I had to record it. I hate recording. Mm. I hate recording. I hate recording. Yeah, I'm recording like, at at least at the auditions. Like you got one shot at this, which like, can be bad. Exactly. And also, it's like because when it's a when it's a recording, you convince yourself that you can do it better, even though you've never done it better. It never, <laughs> never. And Mr. Taylor, Loki, he used to be like, "Oh, miss him." Shout out to Mr. Taylor, but he um he always be rude talking about some. <laughs> We'll be like, y'all always want something you never had. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And it's like, okay, and so and what? Yes, I want <laughs> that. So and what? I want this every note in this Walton is going to be absolutely perfect, even though I've never played it that way ever and ever. And go. Ready? Da, 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 da. And I'm, I'm going to nail it. Every shift in tune. Yep. Oh, but we move. Last one. All right, last one. Um, you can't hurt my feelings. I'm Katie's co-host. Okay. Which? Okay. <laughs> which y'all have ah. seen? Y'all have seen ah. how the emotional abuse that she has put me through with these intermissions. I know. Um, I know you. I just do this. <laughs> Okay, we editing this whole thing. That's my week too. Okay, no episode. Wait, hold on. Okay, a sign, a sign of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I know the like, don't you out here capping, dog? What are you talking? How am I capping when it's recorded and put it on the internet? Don't you? When have I ever brought you any discomfort during the mission? When have you ever put me in? Don't you? Okay. You've never ever. Delaney, you capping for the audience? When have I ever brought you discomfort? How am I capping for? How am I capping for the audience when it's literally recorded and put on the internet, Katie? But Delaney. The worst one that you did, Delaney. the worst one was that one where it was like, sing something in the style of oh, so and so. I was like, what the heck? What do I look oh. like to you? Oh, Delaney. It has not been that bad. Y'all can't hurt my feelings. <laughs> Y'all, go back and listen to that episode. Which one was that? It had to be about a year ago, so 50 episodes before this one. I think it was. We were definitely in Fullerton, so it was either the gospel one or one around that. No, I actually remember because I remember your face. I don't know why you're so outraged, but it was the episode where we recorded at the hotel. I can't remember what was before or mm-hmm. after we went, and we had to move all that furniture around, and you were mm-hmm. not wanting us to move that furniture around. I was like, Delaney, we just going to move this furniture around. I wasn't. No, you were not with it. Where, where were we? Mainly oh no, 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 we no, we were in your room for this one. You this sure? was on your birthday. Yeah, 
Are you this sure? was on your birthday. I'm positive because you were sitting on your bed. Yeah. Are and, you sure? Um, I remember us being yeah. at that at that hotel. We recorded there too. We recorded there too. That was at the Omni. That was in downtown LA. I just really remember. We recorded three times on that trip. We recorded at the Omni downtown. Then we recorded um, a second time. Remember in that room in Fullerton, the game room or whatever. Yeah, I remember. We did that recorded was, the that gospel, gospel one there. there. We recorded. Um, Remember, because we recorded on your birthday. Delaney, you don't remember I really that? remember us. Because I remember your face. We were in that hotel lobby. Not that lobby, whatever. I remember us recording there, but it wasn't that. Because I actually have the um, the notes from that episode I wrote in this book right here. They're right here, actually. Because um, you weren't with it because we had to move. Maybe I, maybe my memory is not that great. No, I remember that. I remember that. You weren't with it because mainly because there was a security guard walking around. Any, any type of that kind of stuff. You yeah, I don't, I don't really mess with that. Um, yeah, you know what? That, that was the Strauss episode. We talked about Strauss. The one that we did on... Yeah, that was the one that we did about um about Strauss. We really did ninety seven of these joints. Like, <laughs> what the heck? I, I don't but know. I remember I I remember you sitting on your bed and me sitting in the thing, and I remember you looking like Delaney. You look like you're like shaking <laughs> because I just don't like stuff like that. Anything that has to do with like I gotta improvise something on the spot, I oh, hate it. Like I like bro. Oh, girl, but we made it. Look at us. 50 episodes later. Oh, Delaney. Look where God has brought you from. Hey. Whew. Y'all gonna praise him? At all? Once I'm off the phone with you, yep. Wow. <laughs> you gonna let the rocks cry out, Delaney? guess so sound like my mom whenever she forced me to do something that i've already said that i did not want to do (laughs) Hmm. okay i can't pick between my last two doing both i'm gonna check you i mean my other one was like you can't hurt my feelings i play the walton villa concerto because it's terrible like It's like, name another piece that is was written to be against the player. To, okay. To make you look dumb. Name another piece. Oh, failing. I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay, so that and Walton. But that's a jokey that's piece. Jokey. Walton was serious. You know, he, was, he was for real. He was like... And he wrote it for My somebody. sole purpose is to embarrass you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna embarrass the violist, and and <laughs> does. I would never. I had a, a terrible performance. One of oh my god, and that one master class. You know what? Yeah, this piece got to be eradicated. I want to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my other one was you can't hurt my feelings. I took music theory at Eastman. Oh, oh wow. I was just in there, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna start calling on people. Why? We are already and at this at home. And you know me; it's senior spring for me. Like, and I've been there. Like, I, I, I just don't, I don't care. And I'm gonna hit you with that. I don't know. And please don't ask me again. Like, 
and that's just what it's gonna have to be I just I'm trying to Lisa Theory at Eastman was just it's heinous a scam that's what it was because it was a scam like it was just so much for no reason I'm like in no place on my application did I put a desire to be a theorist there was not I feel like everybody who gets a, I feel like everybody who gets a degree from Eastman gets a, should get an honorary theory degree like like just a, or like a certificate or something something because y'all are wrong for that they are very like, wrong like they are very wrong for that there's no reason why out of my six semesters at Eastman and really I took six but it doesn't matter you could have take you could have taken four that half of it had music theory. Like, and then... Why? I just... And then, not only do y'all do that, not only do y'all, y'all make it hard. And y'all make it so hard for no reason. For no reason. And it's not even like, we, we are, we're not exaggerating. No. If you meet somebody that went to Eastman... Like, I've met people that went to Eastman, and then I'll be like, yeah, I go to Eastman. They'll be like, oh, how's theory going? Yeah. That's like the first question they be asking you. Because the books that y'all, y'all were using were written at Eastman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's how, Like, if you know somebody that go to Eastman, that second theory, just say a Hail Mary for them, because they're going to need it, okay? <laughs> like, I've never done anything more hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I know I speak in hyperbole, but I'm like, I'm only, like, half joking. Like, it was just... I'm like one sixteenth stroking, and then like the and then when I finally got to the graduate theory, like a final, uh. <laughs> girl, I don't actually I don't want to bring it up because I remember being so frustrated because like, what are we even talking about? Because it was like the theory of theory and oh uh, what's that okay. thing called? What's the thing with the numbers? Set theory. The th- Girl, who you asking? And we had to, my dumb behind, I didn't know you had to study the piece. I thought you, I thought it was like every other theory class we took before where it's like, okay, if you learn about sonata form with spring, you know, they love that sonata, like ain't nobody else write a sonata. Y'all start this Beethoven mess in school, okay? But they they teach you sonata form with the spring sonata, Beethoven spring sonata, and then it's like on the test, it's like Brahms viola sonata, and you should be able to know how to like, so I'm I'm like okay cool 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 I know how to do this. Get to the first test and like get a barely get a C because I didn't know you had to study the piece that was that they've been talking about in class because I'd be so lost in class I'm like what are we talking about? Yeah, Thunderfire punished anybody who came up with that. Yeah, I mean yeah, Eastman Theory dog walked me so. I did like the little oral stuff though. I like but I like stuff like that a little. <laughs> and see, and when I mean theory, when I say theory, I mean that whole curriculum because honestly, written theory is way easier for me than oral skills. Yeah. Oral skills is is unfair to be honest. It's just like hope mm-hmm. you can hear this. <laughs> I would, and it's like you can't. You can teach people like strategies, but if you can't, like what you gonna do? Crawl in my ear, you know? Like yeah, you simply you can kind of hear it. And and especially like if you have like usually. People, and I have the opposite problem that a lot of people have because a lot of people cannot hear bass lines mm. and I don't know like anything 
up there. I don't know what that is. Girl, like, that's that sound like God's voice. I can't hear none of that stuff. <laughs> like I just be like I'd be only hearing the bass line, and then sometimes I even be lucky to to hear that. Like I just can't even. And sometimes if I do, if by God's grace, I do get something from dictation. I usually have to end up writing 8VA over it because I mm-hmm. dictated an octave lower than it is. <laughs> dictation was certainly my, like, I struggle with that so, so, so much. But I took, like, I love this for? I love that junk. I took advanced sight singing. That, that stuff is interesting to me, like, learning how to sing something. Because only because, like, because I struggle with intonation so much in undergrad, Once I, when I started leaning into that and, like, <laughs> Not your face. When I started leading into that stuff and like getting excited about it, I noticed my intonation getting better, which is like the point, right? Like my intonation got so much better because I could hear like how that's supposed to sound and what it's supposed to go like. So when I got to the end, I was like, oh, period, we took an advanced side singing, which was dumb fun. Like I still low key remember some of the melodies. That was dumb fun. Advanced side singing, but the, the dictation was harder. That was the, the thing, especially like when you playing like four parts at a time. And then Good Sis was like, I'm going to play all four parts, but just right the top and the bottom. I'm like, so why are you muddying it up with the middle? <laughs> I'm like, so y'all, y'all just want us to do bad. Like, just say that. Yeah, and then I remember when you had to put, like, for some of the harmonic dictations, like, you got to put the, you got to you gotta do the soprano, the bass line, and the harmonies. But you get two hearings. And he was like, so first listen for the bass line, then, then listen for the pick the soprano and then see like what the what the harmonies are i'm like so how am i supposed to do that if the first time i listen to the bass and the second time i'm listening to the soprano it ain't no third hearing what they say like, um, um, yeah um, you, you, you know just gotta like and, and i remember that day was very distinct and i remember because it's actually a picture of me slumped over like with <laughs> looking like that my friend took a picture of me. I remember that day, and that is the day that it went downhill for me in R.L. Skiz Eastman. It was never the same after that. You got to make them look dumb because I'm like, the difference between me and you, Mr. Graduate Student, is the fact that you are here to study this. Doy. Right. Like, what's not Mr. Cooking? getting a PhD. Like, what? Yeah, Mrs. PhD. I remember, what's her name? Amy. <clears throat> yup, that's her name. And she... <laughs> <laughs> because I was, I was so mad that day because we came back from... Um, winter break girl it's already bad it's the middle of january in rochester the sun ain't even gonna come out till april you know what i'm saying so i remember day was gloomy good sis got up to that piano (laughs) yo you will make me so mad if i was i'm not teaching you like that i mean i know it's college but that would piss me off i'll be like i wasn't asleep stay home that, well, no, but you pissed me off first. I asked you how to do oh, something, and you couldn't tell was, me. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not like I was a like I wasn't like I know it looks like I could be sleeping in this picture. I'm not. I'm just Annoyed, like yeah. frustrated. Yeah. yeah. Nah, but that Amy girl, she was she got up there. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's the first quiz. It's the first thing of the semester. We just got in there. She gave us a syllabus. Then she um just started playing. We had to write it down. Like I'm like I'm Sibelius. You know what I'm saying? So I was like Okay. I was like, so when do y'all start getting stop giving starting pitches? And she was like, uh, um and I'm like, yeah, write the junk up on the board and a key signature while you at it. Like <laughs> <laughs> Nah. Like you gonna, you gonna hear this mouth, okay? I will succeed. It's like 
40 billion per credit hour ace man now nah, just looking at this making me mad like nah y'all fraudulent y'all mad fraudulent you will never see me go to a somebody viola lesson and be like all right Deshaun Dreher, Timmy, nine, nine years old, go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all disgusting. Yeah. Y'all little theory people. And you ask Richard, That's and Richard so- be like, yeah, it just go like No, I'm sorry, Richard. He's like, yeah, you know, it just go like this. <laughs> no, Richard, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it just go like that. And he, it's go blah, 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 blah. No. Ugh, I'm just yeah. I gotta X that picture out. It's getting me, it's making me mad just thinking about it. I was so frustrated. People so ugh. Anyway, speaking of school, might as well just jump right on into our topic. <clears throat> Talking about right. school today and updates on what we doing and stuff and how is it going and how COVID and her ashy ankles are. <laughs> Making this worse, right? What school? What uh, school looks like in COVID? I guess. All right, Katie. So, what are you up to? Well, this episode comes out on Monday, so that means by this time, I've been in Memphis for a week, and that's it. Like. I mean, there's no orchestral season right now. They're hoping to come back in January. I think that's what I heard. What in the street, but um, yeah, I'm in Memphis taking classes online. <laughs> ah, this is ghetto. Oh, um, I mean, like, what do you like? Your degree, your major, like? Oh, oh, I, okay. I'm getting an artist <laughs> diploma at the University of Memphis. Artist. Okay, I'm not giving you what you want, and I'm a fellow with the Memphis Symphony. For she is a jolly good fellow. What really made me angry about that? Okay, so I reposted. But Delaney said that I'm the problem, which nobody could. Okay. The link that I'm the problem, but it's clear. Um, what made me for, mad is I re- for congratulating you on your fellowship. What made me mad is that I reposted the Memphis Symphony posted my picture and I reposted it, and Delaney freaking writes for she's a jolly good fellow, and the Memphis Symphony liked the comment. Period. I hate it here. I like Memphis. I like I like um <clears throat> the heat. So and I like that there's black people everywhere. Oh no, I got family in Memphis still. Period. Don't phone them. Oh don't say that though. I gotta figure out what they say. I know they say junk. I'm gonna start saying that. <clears throat> well to the people that I'm around, I don't even know what that means, so Well What are you doing? Congrats to Katie. Nothing. Being last time I heard bum. you were Last time I heard you were Holding the base studio together over there at Eastman That's what I heard Oh, That's what you heard? Yeah, JD. Somebody lied to you Huh? I said somebody lied to you Oh your teacher told me um, so That's what he said Huh? Your teacher told me so 
My teacher told you? Mm-hmm. Well, he lied to you. No, why would he lie? No idea. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, still, still on this undergraduate degree. Can ha- call me high school diploma Delaney. Okay, so I'm that's here. not the same thing. And you're annoying. I'm just saying that's what I have right now. You have you have done college coursework, so that's not the same. Okay. You, even if you were to drop out, you would college still- course college coursework has done me. Let's get that straight. So I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm doing my last semester, y'all. I graduate in, in December, so trying to finish this degree for it finishes me first. Right now, it's winning, so. Uh, actually, not really. Right, so I'm freaking brass corral. <laughs> like, what the heck? We can't. Have oh, but also nice. mean because it's not happening. So oh, that too. Like, yeah. When I heard the little brass corral, I was confused. I was like, when they gonna play Pompa Circumstance? Oh yeah, you had a graduation mm, like three years Jeez, ago. Man. It really was. It was last year, wasn't it? <laughs> you are so dramatic, like. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about how um Miss Rona has impacted our like our learning environments. Like how has it impacted our school life? Slash how what are our schools doing to handle it? Um for me it's really weird because I'm in I'm at a new school. So it's like I don't really feel like a like a part of anything because like I'm not we have not been able to develop any type of camaraderie like um girl what? you were playing with your twist and I thought it was like a chinchilla or something on your back I was like can you turn around and if, I thought- okay and also you know me you if there was a chinchilla on my back you would not tell me to turn around you were just gonna let it be on my back Really? But it was like up in the air, so I thought it was like Yeah, I'll be so freaking scared. I probably would I would die. I would at least go to shock. But anyway. <laughs> um there's there's that aspect, but to be honest, like Yeah, I mean everything's online for us until the fourteenth of September, which I hope like <clears throat> excuse me, at the very least we could take lessons in person, which I'll get to later. But um yeah, that's how it's been going so far. How about you? Well, my yeah, so I I opted to take my entire semester completely online, which was an option you could have you could have either a quote-unquote hybrid or you could do fully online and I was like, so what I'm not going to do is pay rent. Um right. So and move all my stuff and also I'm not taking my base back over there just to take it back again you know like and get it on the plane and all that like I just was like it just seems like way more trouble than it's worth especially um considering what this semester looks like even if you are doing the hybrid um situation but that's kind of going into like what the school is doing but that's like what what my education looks like my education is completely and totally online so great um Mm. Wait, so what do you like what do you have to take 
that is online and what will be in person after the 14th. Mm-hmm. So I take string rep, which is like basically it's basically like a self pedagogy class. Like they want us to curate our own. What do they want us to do? Like they want us to curate our own like tool book, basically. You're annoying. That's why, like, you really, guys, like, you really can't, like, you really cannot give into the propaganda that Delaney, like, has one or two intermissions been a little bit, you know, much, maybe, but Delaney trolls me, and that's the conversation y'all not ready for. Not really understanding what the issue is, yeah. but, okay. Anyway. <clears throat> so, I'm taking that. I'm taking orchestral rep. I mean, orchestral rep, which don't really know what's going on with that. And then I'm taking, I have chamber music with the other two fellows. And then I have my viola lesson. That's what I'm taking. Oh. What are you taking? Um, You know, got lessons. I have large ensemble, which would normally, you know, be orchestra and I'm taking what is post tonal theory. Gross. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> <laughs> that um, so I, to me. I will eventually have studio class and um Oh yeah, also studio. Take, I got that. Oh. Uh, and I also take, you know, other academic classes that have nothing to do with music. Actually one of them does have something to do with music, it's on gospel music. Period. And that's not at Eastman, because you know Eastman can never. So did I hear Crystal correctly that Hezekiah Walker was speaking at the? That's what I thought, but I couldn't find nothing about that. Thank so God, maybe she misspoke like... because the way she misspoke on Fred Hammond, I was like, okay, maybe I was like, because I googled that immediately. Because I was like, I'm gonna stop saying I stand people because something I can't say right. I can't say it on here because it's um a trigger warning. But something that Takeoff did a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago really had me disappointed because i was on la phil's thing caping for him oh really i didn't hear about you didn't hear about it nothing. yeah so i mean i'm not gonna say it right now but um mm-hmm. i mean he's the least relevant of him right <laughs> but he's the most talented mm. he's definitely the most talented i think i don't know i, I like i i think i like offset the most but quavo has a good personality yeah, when he I started like singing icy that interview was dumb cute yeah, I like them. I like Sweetie a lot. So. Yeah, and her song grow is has grown on me. Tap 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 in. Um, what we talking about? I guess like what that. Oh, so all your stuff is all your stuff gonna be in person then after the fourteenth, or have they not said how they're going? They're hoping they're just like it's kind of like hurry up and wait right now. They're trying to figure out like what to do after the fourteenth, but. <clears throat> I they okay so the first day of of chamber music which was like when I was still in Evanston um they were trying to like talk to us about like using like software and stuff like that so we can like put like recordings together and I'm like let me tell you the the first and last time I did that was with Delaney I'm not doing that again like I rather go to a field <laughs> And be 20 feet apart from you on either side and let's play this freaking Beethoven trip we gotta learn than to do it from my apartment. Like, it's just simply not something I wanted to do. Like, I, we met the, the fellow, we like, we talked, and I was like, listen, if y'all have been 
Y'all don't know nobody down here. I know Adam. But like we I'll be in the house. So let's just You know also um uh, and Marcus, yeah. Hmm. So um I was like I'd rather I'd rather us just meet and play. Hmm. I'm not doing I'm not rehearsing with y'all on Zoom when y'all down the street from me. <laughs> like honestly, I know like I might die, but really we could just go like in a parking lot. <laughs> um, so that's that. And also the symphony was like, Well, we have to play a quartet with uh not have to. I mean, yes, it's mandatory. But you know what I mean? Like I'm not <laughs> dreading it. Um, we have to play a quartet with one of the members from the symphony. So I'm really excited for that, like because baby, this online is so freaking ghetto. Like, I mean, we had studio class online. That worked fine. Oh shoot, I'm not gonna say it on here just in case. I don't know if they listen or not, but I have to play in the studio on Tuesday, and I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. But yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna say that. But <sighs> yeah, so. I mean, I guess I could explain how Eastman is. Yeah, why don't you doing why don't you tell the world and... what they got going on? <laughs> because one thing, one thing that Kilburn and Hanson and them are gonna have is the absolute gall. Like when they told me about this, I was like, just That's cancel a lot. it, girl. Just cancel it. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a there's a lot going on. So circus so, okay. All um the all of the academic classes are gonna be online, whether you are here, whether you are at the school or at your house, um, in another state, country, wherever, um they're gonna be online. So that's another reason why I was like, what why? Um your lessons lessons um, you can opt in to have lessons in person if you're there, of course, with the, you know, with a mask, socially distance, that sort of thing going on. Um, and then there's also a 30 minute gap in between lessons, um, you know, for air exchange and that sort of thing. Um, let's see. Also, they're looking into having an online or I mean, in-person studio class in some capacity. But honestly, yeah, that's how it's going to work because some people are online and some people are not. So like, how is everybody gonna be in studio class? You, you know, and then also, I mean, the tuba studio could probably do that. Who else? So like, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, cause my studio has twenty something people in it. You know, so I mean, you could you could do it by a uh, class year, but um, but then that's f- four five studio classes a week for him because the grad students. So don't see how that's gonna work but um yeah so studio class he can't like his job that much do that like (laughs) (laughs) there's a line okay um so large ensembles you must have eight semesters of large ensembles to graduate from eastman so that's every semester so what are they gonna do well for people for people um who are there there's gonna be like of course reduced orchestra social distance similar to what a lot of like orchestras are doing mm-hmm. um woodwind players have to have a mask with a slit for their mouth that is so ratchet like um, for real, you gotta cut a slit in your thing <laughs> there's different um there's different um like like distance requirements depending on the instrument that you play of course for string players it's six feet i think for trombone it's longer than other woodwind instruments 
um, for voice, it's, it's super far, but they also just um, revised the policy to say vocalists must wear a mask um, oh. when they are in the presence of anyone else. Oh. So, <laughs> um, Very good. Which, yeah, I watched, I caught some of Convocation the other day, and yeah, one of the new um, voice faculty members, she sang with a mask on. Um, I was just like, this is crazy. Like, um, I feel like and the then mask for, can't be that effective. Like, you cannot tell me. You slobbering and spitting behind that okay, mask. Okay, really? <laughs> <laughs> what singers are you watching? <laughs> they're just, they're singing opera, not being bulldogs. Okay, like. okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Slobbering. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine so every opera they clean up on aisle six. Okay, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so that's and then since I'm online, you do still have to do an ensemble requirement online. So So. (laughs) the ensemble online is Musica Nova, which is one of the um, the new music ensemble punishment. Okay, okay, <laughs> come on. I've never played with Musica Nova. No, and I've, Brad is really cool. Because Musica Nova is in lower rotation, mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. which is for undergrad. Um, and I w- I refuse to be double rotated because that's how people end up injured. Um, so musical, what am I trying to say? Musica Nova is the um, ensemble. We're going to have to do like some, like working with the engineer to do some like one-on-one stuff and like playing some like, um, different, you know how they do. They do stuff with different. It's not a traditional orchestra because it's new music, so it's all kinds of different instrumentations. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what it's gonna be. There's gonna have an engineer piecing that stuff together, and it's gonna be regular class meetings. We haven't done. It. We don't start until the ninth, but um, chamber. Oh, I forgot. Chamber music is also gonna be in person, but you can do all, virtual as well. Which I'm not doing because why? Why? I mean, way more sure. In person, chamber music has been bad enough for me at Eastman. So <laughs> I feel like that's way more work than it's worth. Way more. So, um, oh, what else? It's oh, the tent. I forgot the tent. That's the best part. So they when I this is the this is the day that I knew I made I made the right decision. They have erected a tent in the parking lot across the street from Eastman. Um, to be an outdoor practice space slash rehearsal space. Um, so it's yeah, so it's it's a tent like with. Does it even have sides or is it just the top? Oh, let me see. Did they, did they put it on Instagram? They updated. Oh no! But they, they yeah they posted. They were like so excited for the. Da, da, da. I was like, <laughs> only you're excited. I was like, like and, and and you know, listen. I know that you're trying. I know that they're trying. Yeah, like I don't mean the best to. They can. Be, you know, but I'm just saying, not I. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If there's one thing I hate, I hate playing outside. I hate it. Yeah, I really do. It's the worst. Who wants to practice outside? I mean, but it's so like, it's not like it's hot. You know. Yeah, and it's like, how long is that even gonna last? You know, what you gonna do right, after that? Rochester, so exactly. Like weeks. that's exactly <laughs> that is out. Of, and then even even if it's not snowing, Rochester is unpredictable. It could be pouring rain. Yeah one minute and like it's unpredictable so um that's what they're doing there's also a practice room policy that i have no idea how that's gonna work because there is already a shortage of practice rooms at eastman um 
which I mean for us in the basement which you know we have our own practice rooms we usually share with one or two other people you still have to sign those out as well with your people I guess and you have to have like a set schedule mm-hmm. and it's not like on a google thing um so I mean that's cool for the people that share a room with me the people or person um because you know it's one less person but um for the regular practice rooms they're gonna have practice room monitors to monitor them there's gonna be cleaning supplies in there which we we trust the people who uh who don't wash their legs to wash down the piano okay um take showers without shower shoes that's what y'all trust and there has to be a 30 minute gap in between each person for the air to exchange look i understand that but i was like you know how many hours that is in a day yeah you know for there to be a 30 minute gap between and then that's assuming how many how much time someone is in there too you know like someone practices for three hours and that's three and a half hours and the next person for like that's only a couple of people practicing a day I and mean, like and like i said i understand they're doing their best but this is just crazy it just seems chaotic mm-hmm. it just seems chaotic um i don't even know what it, there's all kind of stuff going on but um yeah it's ghetto i'm just glad i'm here because it just it is what it is it just seems like too too much like yeah and i wanted to give a i wanted to come on the mic and give a a a public shout out to my students who had to deal with me from march until today because they really made it look like taking lessons on a zoom they made it they them kids really rolled with it you know what i'm saying and it's like i understand that they're the music they're playing is Kids are adaptable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand the music they're playing is not as difficult as whatever, but one thing that it's not even like a a slight at my teacher. My teacher is incredible. I really, really like him, and I'm looking forward to working with him more. But, like, these lessons online are just the absolute trenches. Like, I it's hard for me to connect. Like, he tells me to do something. Like, it's just very weird. Like, I just don't. I don't know. I never thought it would be easy, but like when it's like now, especially like the stuff I'm working on, it's not like, okay, Katie, fix your bow hold. It's like, can you just fix this really, really minute thing that I can really only see if I was in person? Like, can you, like, what was he talking about? Like, I, we in studio class, like he just did a general thing on, on, uh, hyper. What's it called? Oh my god, I'm blanking. <laughs> pronation and supination and i'm just like this is hard to do on zoom you know and it's just i don't know i just really i really don't like i'd rather just take a lesson with him in person and be 20 feet apart from him if that's what it takes like i don't know and then also my wi-fi was bugging today so he had to we had to end early because you know my wi-fi signal was doing backflips like it was just (laughs) very very much ghetto like oh it's giving <laughs> let's just shut this down <laughs> it's very much giving that it's very much giving the end of the world for me it's uh, like some of it is just like this is a stretch oh, like it's, you know it's attacking this for me <laughs> because it's just like and and it's also really unfair you know because 
we've already seen it with a lot of schools that are having to go like go back home you know and mm-hmm. also with the large ensemble stuff like there's just so many people to manage i just i mean i understand that like you know they've been they've been keeping a close you know contact with the medical center and it's you know updating their stuff oh but you know what they said apparently those plexiglass things interrupt airflow so they're not using them apparently it's 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 not beneficial to have them so they're not doing that oh good um yeah so um listen if god wants to end the world i think he should just say that (laughs) (laughs) this has just been just just been really dusty there's one other thing oh um recital that's what we're gonna say so my recital unfortunately you know they waived the recital requirements for the class of 2020 which i am technically but that's because obviously for the people who hadn't done the recitals yet when we went home in march and especially because they weren't able to tailor the recitals you know a lot of people had chamber music they weren't going to meet the recital requirements you know people had chamber music on there they had pianists on there you know whatever i would have to record my recital um and like of course there's guidelines like it has to be continuous like it's not like you know i can stitch it together (laughs) um it doesn't have to be live oh that's good um yeah so that i don't know if i would prefer it to be live because at least i can just get this year over with yeah i mean so i'll be doing my recital in my living room or wherever um which is more than fine by me i'm sorry like at this point it's just like and also giving a a solo recital was not like I understand, like it's a, it's a nerve wracking thing for anybody, but for some people, it's like it's so fun. It's not. Yeah. I actually, I'm I'm more than fine with not doing it. I'm not bummed at all. Um, <laughs> only thing I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of looking forward to writing my program notes, which I suppose I could still do. Um, my res- my. Would you play in Hatch or would you play in Killroom? I'll play in Hatch, and I played on Hatch stage before, so <laughs> nothing new. Okay. What? All my friends have graduated. There wasn't nobody, nobody going to be there. Because um, our damn sure wasn't going to tell nobody. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, like, so I, I actually feel no type of way. I will still write my program notes. Maybe I will write them for the for the program I was supposed to have, mm-hmm. too. Maybe I'll do both. Wait, so because some stuff will carry over. Well, I mean, I have no access to a piano, nor do I wish to... Uh, do all of that i have some friends here that play bass so like i might do you know like a little duet or something you know I was gonna try for um no. we're nearing the end and i'm and i i'm not gonna feel like cutting it out so okay um a duet or trio or something you know i, I got p- friends that play instruments over here so we'll see what we can do um or y'all could just waive my recital requirements i mean girl really like I mean, I didn't, I don't enjoy, I don't, um, yeah, I don't really enjoy giving recitals. I used to, but then, you know. I remember you said you were never doing a recital again. Ha <laughs> ha. But I think I only have to do one. I thought it was two. Hmm. Yeah, but after this one, I'm for real. I'm doubling down. Okay. <laughs> but like, I don't know. And I'm usually quite, quite a sentimental person. 
But at this point, I'm just like, which is, now that I think about it, because I'm very, no, I'm not really sentimental. I'm more like nostalgic, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I'm a real, I'm a sucker for nostalgia, which is why when that Twilight book came out, I was like, Twilight, because middle school. But, um, but yeah, so that's why I was kind of surprised. I guess because for my graduation that I didn't really care very much. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, what can you do? And yeah. also, I wasn't going to be, like... I wasn't going to be done by the time I would just been walking across the stage. So yeah. I guess it wouldn't have had the same like meaning. So I was like, I honestly don't care. Um, but I hope I do, but I already know I'll be back. I'll go back to Eastman like one year or something. Yeah. Once when all the, um, what am I excited for? Like a couple of years, like you, me, Jasmine, Richard, Vina, and Melio are weekend. Right. Ooh, that'd be lit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I would do that. Yeah, so I would definitely do that. I mean, but we also have gateways, so it's kind of like yeah, like I'll be back. But gateways is know? different. Gateways is just like Eastern really just be the set, like the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it really just is a gateway. I don't feel like I'm at Eastman all the time. I feel like I'll have mm-hmm. a little if if I'm invited back. I think I'll have a little bit more nostalgia this time around because I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't go there. But yeah, I'm just like begging this to be over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, and by this, I mean my degree. So like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that I just have to get over that hump. But like at the end of the day, I'm still, you know, of course, got into my dream school. Very grateful to have to been able to go to Eastman. So, um, yeah, but I, I don't know. Not broken up about the recital at all. Because the way my intonation set up, this is for the better. Anyway. So. All right, y'all. We moving on? Oh. All right, it's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props, because there's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Tiffany Reckley. She's a music educator from Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Um, she's a pre-K, three through eighth grade teacher um, and elective department chair at Yellowstone Academy in Houston, Texas. Um, she has an interest in diverse populations in the hopes of investing in our youth and using their skills to help them advance through higher education. She holds her bachelor's degree in music education with a specialization in instrumental music from Xavier University of Louisiana. Shout out to HBCU. Um, she has a master's degree, <clears throat> excuse me, from the University of North Texas. As a clarinetist and performer, she was featured as a distinguished alumni with the Xavier. Did I say Xavier first? I don't know. I say Xavier. Hmm. Xavier University Symphonic Band performed with the Crescent City Wind Symphony in the Cypress Symphonic Band and Clarinet Chamber Ensemble. She's an active member of the National Association for Music Education, Education, also known as NAFME, a member of the Texas Black Music Educators, and a founding member of the Sentito Arts Foundation. Her research um, surrounds black female band directors in urban Title I schools and is titled Critical Issues of Intersectionality in the Urban Band Room, a Review of Literature. Oh, that sounds real smart. Um, and was selected to present at the Texas Music Educators Association Conference poster session. She's also the founder and editor of the website Black Girls Do Band 2. Um, it was created to serve as a hub for black female band directors who serve in urban Title I schools all across America. Um, this website was developed in an effort to connect, inspire, and offer resources to those who visit it. So shout out to you, Tiffany. 
continues to be black and excellent. Shout out to you K-12 girls because honestly, y'all are really doing thing because these kids will try everything. I remember that conversation we had. Which one? <clears throat> About those students that just oh my god they oh, get under girl. their skin oh good girl <laughs> oh my god this freaking cellist named when I taught in Danville Illinois I don't really have classroom management issues but let me not say that on the mic but wow I had to call the name of the Lord almost every day with that child. And then had another be like, oh, damn, Miss Brown, you leaving, you know what I'm saying? I never had a black teacher before. I'm like, and you acted a fool in my class every day. <laughs> Thunder fire. Okay, I'm pointing. But- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that other kid that you said. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, which kid? Which kids? Say the name. Wait. From Rochester? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Don't say the name. Your favorite student? Wait, I had a couple of favorite students. The one to the instrument, violin. Oh, girl! <laughs> oh, girl! <laughs> I knew that little boy worked your nerves because the way you—I've never heard you speak that way by anybody before. <laughs> girl. girl, I'd rather stick a thumbtack into my eye. Let me not finish that. <laughs> I'd rather eat a bus before I had. You know what? <laughs> not eat a bus. It's only three kids on my um. I've 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 had a whole bunch of students in my life. I will say thus far, probably like around three, three four hundred, and it's only three um three. This girl who I forgot the name. And that one that have really driven me to question if prison was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty good. What is that? One percent? Wait, let me not embarrass myself. I think so. <laughs> not if prison was worth it. <sighs> Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> I forgot about him. You see, every you have to remind me about that student every time. I felt a type of rage I've never felt before. That's how I know it was real. <laughs> like he, bro. God sent test, but I don't know who sent that. I can't even put that one on the devil. Let <laughs> okay. me stop. I love the kids though. Most of. <laughs> yep, we believe you. The, my uh my kids follow me on IG. Some of them follow me on IG, and I posted a picture. She's there. My my little student. She was like, "It's the beauty for me." I was like, Aww. "You're so cute." <laughs> no, I, cute. it's just honestly, it's really just one or two that really. I'm still human. I say that like yeah. that thing is that thing like you should love all your kids. I'm like, there's stuff I love about every single student, even the ones that I even the one I said I'd rather eat a bus about like. There are things that are really great about him. You know, I've learned to, there's so, I, w- I love something about every student. There's always, I can always find something to love about a student, but I'm still human. And these kids will literally push you to the edge and push you off. They, and laugh. 
But yeah. Well, piece of the week. Um, my piece this week is um, Afro-Cuban Concerto by Valerie Coleman. Period. Right. Shout out to her, former Black Excellence um, and founding member of the Imani Wins uh, Quintet. So, yeah. Period. What are you doing? Can you do the outro? Oh, there's not more you want to say about Miss Coleman? Okay. Nope. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellent suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, please send it to Classically Black Podcast at gmail.com. Do people listen this far? Maybe. Comment a blue circle on our when we post the episode if you listened this far. And maybe I remember we did that before once and nobody oh, did it. So. I forgot no one's really checking for us like that. <laughs> I mean I wouldn't be. I mean, if I even post the episode, I posted it on Tuesday this this week. So maybe I'll post it on Friday. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Posted the trifling thing on Thursday, so maybe I'll post it on okay, Sunday. Okay, if you posting it tomorrow to get ahead of the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, episode 97, it's not out, but... A couple of days. <laughs> Give it some tuned. time, it'll come. Coming soon. <laughs> or is it? Wi-Fi depending, so... Oh, no. My bit from last week, I, I threw it right up. It went right up. Bye, y'all. All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs>